0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of No Funkin' Strictly Monkin', the only Monk Rewatch podcast that has no Funkin' at all. So during this 50 minutes to an hour, you'll hear No Funkin' from either me or my co host, Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you?
1: Ay, estoy bien. ¿Cómo estás? Tú? Uh,
0: bien, bien. Uh, I'm forgetting all of the middle and high school Spanish I took. Um, but, uh, Andre does have the right idea, because we're here to discuss, uh, Mr. Monk Goes to Mexico, a, uh, season two, season two, episode two, and an episode that, um, I remember fondly from, uh, syndication, it was on a lot of marathons, um, there's a lot of good Monk moments in it, I think, but, uh, you know, I think we're gonna get to some of the elements of it that might not hold up so well, but overall, Andre, uh, you know, how did you, how did you enjoy this episode?
1: Um, it was cool. I, I uh, wish we got to see a little bit more of Mexico or San Macros or wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, it was, I, I like the middle part of the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that portion a lot. The murder mm-hmm. itself, lackluster, mm-hmm. um, when you find out what happened. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Solid.
0: Yeah. yeah um, I think that that's true. It does really feel like their Mexico was just like one set in a backlot. Like it looks, it just like the one street, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and everything else is interiors. But um, you know, uh, it's it definitely. I, th- and I think you're right. I think that ultimately, in hindsight, the episode's kind of disappointing because the whole conceit of it ends up there's a, kind of a cop out. It's like you're, yeah. you wa- you want to watch you watch the entire episode trying to figure out how someone drowned in midair, and with so many yes. of these monk with so many of these monk episodes, it's like you're told like. This impossible thing happened, and this impossible thing happened. And yet, yeah, at the end of it, you find out how it makes sense. But in this one, it's like, what, you idiot? How could someone drown in midair? Of course it's fake. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of is uh, disappointing.
1: I know. I know. I, I was, when they when they declared, you know, how he died, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to see how they unsolved this, like, how they saw this one. And then it ends up kind of yeah. being, like, a They real,
0: definitely like, are right in terms uh, of, like, uh, Dr., well, I forget his real, his fake name, but Dr. Navarro. Navarro. Uh,
1: Navarro, Nav- yeah.
0: yeah. He, his, his method of trying to get Mount is there is good because, I mean, someone drowning in air is, yes. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, that's uh, definitely a great um, way to get the world's best detective to your uh, town in Mexico, which I and don't it's believe funny. it's real, it's- but...
1: It, it's funny because it takes the total it takes the teeth out of my uh observation i'm like of course it's someone that monk knows in some way or the mayor or something and i'm just like oh god here we go again mm. and uh and but it ends up like totally that's the point you know validating yeah. it
0: yeah yeah, exactly yeah. um so yeah uh we'll discuss i think there there's definitely some problematic elements uh in this episode. Not as, not as many as I feared going in, because, like, you kind of are always, uh-huh. like, a little on edge. I don't know about you, anytime yeah. you revisit any piece of content from before yesterday, um, uh, you know. Yeah,
1: and then when they go to, like, when they go somewhere else, or when it has to do with, like, uh, yeah. s- you know, like, a certain ethnicity or whatever, then you're
0: like, oh, yeah. God, I wonder how Especially when, happen, like, yeah. and Monk does have one of these. I don't, I don't remember how good or bad it is, but I feel like the most, uh, obnoxious ones are always, whenever, like, a crime show does a, like, Chinese gang or like kung fu theme episode, whereas like it leads you to believe that like you know, <laughs> uh, Chinatown in every city is just a bunch of a bunch of people doing like mystic arts and in rival triads all smuggling drugs and stuff like that. Those are always the worst. Where it's like oh, this is just they're...
1: which there's a heavy dose of that in here.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean yes, the drugs. uh, Although I think they play for comedy in a way that is a little offensive, but I also think it's funny. I, I it's it straddles the line, I think um yes yes yeah what side it goes down upon is i think goes changes from minute to minute but anyway we start off um with uh two uh people sitting in a car drinking some coronas um
1: two white kids i think we should yeah. clarify their yes race they're white business.
0: yes they're white they're americans um and uh oh, question now corona is unlike a lot of uh co- beers or other consumer products that are marketed as like from a certain country corona beer is actually popular in mexico right
1: um <clears throat> yeah it is but it's not as popular as like uh other kind like P- pacifico is like very popular there mm-hmm. yeah. uh tecate is very yeah. popular corona less so corona is really like it really uh it's prevalent more in like spring break towns yeah. cities. And okay yeah but I, th- I think i
0: remember when i first learned that like no one in australia actually drinks foster's or well, like, at least people in right. Mexico, it is right. actually, like, you know, bottled in Mexico and yada yada yada. But anyway, so they're drinking some Corona and they're talking on their cell phone to uh, their friend who is about to skydive, named Chip. And he,
1: uh... We find out he's not a good friend. He's no, not like we, later, quick, like, we later, we like, later find out, yes. he's a good person. yeah,
0: yeah. No, 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 yeah, oh, he's, he's he's a fine friend, we don't know I mean, he seems a good enough guy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, also, I didn't know that we were still making Chip's... When this came out, like I didn't know that there were still eighteen-year-old uh, chips in two thousand three. That's
1: hilarious. That's really funny because I'm because like I'm watching uh, the new season of Twin Peaks again. I'm mm-hmm. um, rewatching it, and there's a character named Chip, or they they mention a person named Chip, and I'm just like, I, really, Chip? Is it the con Isn't name-
0: part of the conceit of Twin Peaks though, is that like the town is kind of in some way stuck in a different time? Isn't that like kind of the weird? Well,
1: but this but this takes this takes place outside of Twin Peaks.
0: Oh, okay, so never mind. Yeah, but Chip is definitely not. Uh, I feel like Chipper Jones was probably the last. Either him or Chip Gaines. I don't know if you're familiar with Chip Gaines uh, of Chip and Joanna Gaines fame. Um,
1: I know. Uh, I know. Wait, what was Garth Brooks's alter ego? Chris that Gaines. was
0: Chris Gaines. Don't be <laughs> ridiculous. No, Chip Gaines. This is definitely a. This is definitely a uh, coastal elite divide thing. There are. I would say that there are demographics in this country to which Chip and Joanna Gaines are in the top ten most famous people alive. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know um, who the hell that is. They are like they're in, they didn't they have an interior design Country, show on it. HGTV. Well, they have a, basically do a show called um, Fixer Upper on HGTV, and they, they parlayed it into so much success where they've actually of spin off. So now they have their own TV network. So good for them. Um, anyway, that's the I think Chip Gaines is the youngest Chip I can think of, and he's like forty five. Um, but anyway, there's this guy Chip jumps out of the, a parachute. And because we're sh- watching this, you can tell he's just going to die. Like, it, he, there's just no way that parachute's yeah. opening. Um, they're yelling at him to, you know, pull the chute. And um, I don't know, but I was kind of surprised at how much you see of the crash. Like, you should have just seen this guy's body <laughs> hit the ground with a thud.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh... <clears throat> That's when you know you got you're getting renewed, baby. Get mm-hmm. away with some gratuitous violence.
0: Oh I'll tell you this there is a moment in uh, in the two part finale of the entire show that is one of the funniest bits of violence on un- old gratuitous violence I've ever seen on television. I can't wait till we get to it um, anyway okay. yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll say real quick yeah, real go. quick
1: before we go on with this episode. Um, I like how. Like, I feel like we're in a stretch of episodes that really are like up my alley. Like, mm-hmm. o- obviously, the Mexican part of it is great, but I can't help but like think about when I saw the preview for next week, it's about baseball. But I'm mm-hmm. just like, what I want to say, I don't want to like spoil that or anything, or I, no. cause I don't know shit about it. Yeah. But I really like that it's like lining up with a lot of my, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, interest. the show is
0: it's it's a, it's designed for you, man. Uh, but anyway, um, we then cut to an autopsy where, uh, the captain basically the the disher and stalemature of Mexico is really what they're trying to be, which I think is always funny. Um Dude, it's
1: fucking they're wearing the same clothing.
0: Yeah, I, I I like that. I think it's it's on the nose, okay. but it's funny.
1: I liked it a lot too.
0: Um, but they're talking to um the coroner who tells them, to their great supply, surprise, that this boy drowned. Uh you know, this he was skydiving and uh theme song you know because that's that's a great way to leave a cliffhanger before we go to it's yeah. jungle out there which i i, I know be, will grow be, on you eventually
1: we would be remiss to not mention i don't know how many people are tony plana heads but oh i tony was gonna I admit
0: i one of the best like one episode character actors in tv history he's in fucking everything <laughs>
1: I mean, I just remember him from, like, the show Resurrection Boulevard, which was kind of like a a Hispanic, uh, like, crime uh, show Mm -hmm. on Showtime back in the day. But, uh, you know, typical 2001, 2002, casting a Cuban guy to play a Mexican detective. I mean, I've seen him
0: play Mexican detectives in multiple television shows, so...
1: Right, no, I mean, that's just a product of its time. And, like, that still happens today, but, like, you know... But, like, if you
0: you look on his IMDb... He's just in every single TV show to ever exist. In, like, just one episode. Like, yeah. it's insane. He's one of... He's a legend. He's, he really is a legend. <laughs> he's I think he's great. This is probably my favorite. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen any of the stuff he did. Before. Everything I've ever seen him do is just, like, a one-episode thing. But this is definitely my favorite of, 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 of um, uh, maybe, um I didn't watch, like, Ugly be Betty or anything like that. Which I think is what he's most known for. Um, yeah. But anyway... We then cut to Monk, who is on a great actual San Francisco location. I think that this is
1: really—the
0: yep. uh, location's got really paid to go in. But he's he's mailing a letter, and he, he's worried. And it, Did they ever say what he's mailing? Nope, the, nope it's they not ever say what he's mailing? Okay. But what, what, what is he worried about?
1: Okay. He's worried that the mail person is going to drop his piece of mail that he threw in there?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Which I feel like if you're going to make a big stink about it, you should just say what it is. Like, what is That's it? That's like, true. This also, train? he probably
0: should just go to the post office. I mean... Or yeah, that. Or that.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: Um, but anyway, uh, that doesn't, you know, last that long, because Captain and uh, Lieutenant Disher roll up, and uh, Stobmeier tells him, basically, he's got to get to Mexico, because there's a crazy case, and the someone the mayor knows his a kid. Um, and, uh, yeah. So they... they, they uh, Monk doesn't want to go, but because it's a different country, um, but you know Sharona's, is like excited to, 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 to vacation, um,
1: right? Which we all know how that always ends. Exactly,
0: up. Uh, this one doesn't have any bad stand-up comics. So. But
1: they, but they but but they don't have to fly there. They they drive. Well, there. they have to drive there. Yeah, because
0: he you know won't fly, um, and uh, then they cross the border and. Uh, there's a great jo- a joke I like a lot where Sharona points out what does, she, what does she point out about Monk as they're crossing the border?
1: Oh, I mean, because he's you know he's got the drip on, so he's got <laughs> uh, he's got the sunglasses on, very mm. period uh, for that for, typical for that period. Uh, but he's she thinks that he looks like a drug. He drug does look girl. like a drug dealer. I mean, he does look like a drug dealer. <laughs> I mean. He, yeah, I mean, sure, but, yeah. I mean, okay. I guess the thing um,
0: is, I think he yeah. looks like... He doesn't actually look like what an actual drug dealer would look like. He looks like what a drug dealer on, like, a TV show would look like. Especially the fact he has 17 suitcases. It's kind of, I mean...
1: That's true. Yeah, he has 17 suitcases. I believe it's, yeah, 17 or 18. It's, but 18, I but, i right. No, that. it's 18. Yeah, um, but all he has in there are, like, his favorite, um... Kind of bottles of water, which is Sierra Springs. Mm-hmm. He's got like sandwiches packed in there, which I mean, I don't know. If I think if you're like a neat freak, you wouldn't want to be transporting like a sandwich over like a what 10 hour drive. Yeah, I don't
0: know exactly what his internal calculus is. I think there are a couple things that are important to remember with uh, OCD and mental illness is that it doesn't make sense. That there's really no, por- it, 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 the internal logic of it is like, I think that he's just much more concerned with eating food that he doesn't recognize where it's from than he is about um, this sandwich getting going bad or something like that. But who knows? Um,
1: I mean, to, to to his credit, I mean, like, I feel the same way when I go to Mexico. Like, I mean, I uh, I never drink water uh, that isn't mm-hmm. bottled. Uh, I've, I've definitely been on the receiving end of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, like, the food, like, you can't do anything about yeah. that. Like, really. Well, you yeah,
0: but Monk is, you know, not a rational person. But he gets his bags checked, and right. um, once again... Uh, a person of color interprets his need for wipes as a racist slight.
1: (laughs) Right. Which, yeah,
0: fair. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those scenes where Schroner just needs to be like, hey, he's got severe mental and let's just let the guy be. Um, Not not that she'd ever say that, but... um,
1: Oh, but we, like, skip over, like, okay, so the fact that he needs to be... So he needs to be checked, right? Because... When the customs officers are like, "Oh, hey, like, what are you? How long are you guys gonna be in Mexico for?" Whatever, the first thing Monk blurts out is, "I'm not a drug mm-hmm. dealer." So of course that leads to them getting pulled aside mm-hmm. in the line. It's and, the uh, classic. It's like the
0: classic search. tweet of uh, my not involved in human trafficking shirt is raising a lot of questions already answered by my shirt. Um,
1: yep. Exactly.
0: But yes, so they get checked um, and thankfully though Captain Alameda uh meets them at customs and is able to you know help them out and just be like hey this is a guest um and but it becomes clear immediately though that the Cap, Cap- Capitan Alameda and uh uh Lieutenant I forget what his
1: I don't know what the other guy's name is it's yeah, not yeah, that important
0: honestly he's you know he <laughs> he doesn't have that much to do um but he uh yeah. they don't really like Monk being there they feel like they're he's a babysitter um and you referenced it earlier, because Monk doesn't need to be there, because the captain has a theory on how this happened. And what is the captain's theory?
1: Uh, he just, I mean, the only theory he has that is, is that it's drug-related, right? That's all? Mm, yes. That's flimsy? It's,
0: well, an, not to do the accent, but it is the way it's drugs. It's always the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yes. I think the delivery yeah. of it makes what is a not-great joke, you know, funny, because he's just so sure of it.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And, I mean, trust me, I'm not offended whatsoever by any of this stuff. Like, I recognize that that's just what happened, and it is what it is. But my observation from that is that they're just very much making – I mean, I don't know if I'm just distrustful of Mexican author- – I mean, I'm sure a yeah. ton of people are distrustful of yeah. Mexican authorities. But this whole si- this whole scene kind of just makes you uneasy. It's like, okay, maybe the cops are involved. That was my mm-hmm. my thing when I was watching yeah. this. I'm like, okay, clearly they're just trying to deflect. They're trying to, like, you know – Open and shut case. We're yeah. done. Oh, yeah. And the I think
0: that... I also think that... I think the the reading I generally have of it, which is, you know, sort of offensive in some ways, is that um, both that the police are really incompetent, which I think is just, you know, a joke, which is like, that's not so much a reflection on uh, Mexico as much as a reflection on these funny characters just authorities yeah. in general but yeah. also I think that they're they have, they have such a drug problem that they're so myopic that everything it has to be drugs which is a more of a comment about Mexico like this you know out there's you know, white people assume that everything in Mexico is drug related um, but
1: uh, right and also and also what we find out mm-hmm. is that this is occurring during some type of spring break yeah. like weekend. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, there's stories all across, you know, that you hear all the time about, like, crazy white people going into Mexico, getting fucked up Mm. and getting killed and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So this is very much kind of playing into that. Yeah, I mean,
0: outside of—the cause of—without the cause of death, if you just heard that, like, an 18-year-old rich kid from San Francisco died on spring break, it wouldn't be a crazy idea to say that there's probably drug-related, whether— like cartel related or more likely just that he overdosed in some way but it is kind of uh
1: it would be crazy to hear it would be crazy to hear that it happened like in a skydiving yeah action, exactly cause that's like a really weird way to kill someone. yeah
0: exactly um and uh yeah that's obviously the whole thing um but th- then they, they get to the hotel which uh is they have to stay in the it's cheap hotel it's a dump um but the, uh, the proprietor still speaks perfect English, which is nice. And this is the thing that I noticed. Sharona is being super racist here, where everyone she's talking to speaks fluent English. And she is saying, like, two uh-huh. rooms, two, uh, uh, dos. Dose rooms. It's like, the guy yeah. is speaking in complete sentences to you. <laughs> like, that's just yeah. bad. Yeah, no, there's...
1: Yeah we're still in season two well uh, yeah I'm sh- I mean maybe Sharona won't carry on with this behavior but I'm sure it'll no it's
0: you know. definitely uh yeah thankfully it's not played for like the laughs are more on her than anything else that but it's it's not like what, what it's it's stupid and it's I, I I mean I the thing I don't like about this episode a lot is that I really hate when non-english speaking characters will primary not people whose English is not their main language speak English to each other in scenes where American characters aren't there. Yes, like I hate yes. that so much. Yes, it's it's just okay. like the audience can read. It's unrealistic, and and it yeah. just it just it honestly, it it takes you out of the um, it takes you out of the the, the differentness of it. Like you're if the, if the episode supposed to make Monk feel like a fish out of water, I think the language barrier if that was a thing that happened more in the episode, or not even that ha- not, not even it was a barrier, but, like, if the characters, you just heard characters speaking in Spanish to each other, I think it would just m- make it feel much more um, like a different place. It kind of just feels like, you know, a Latin American enclave in America, a lot of it.
1: Yeah, it just looks like Alvera Street in, like, L.A. or mm-hmm. something. Yeah,
0: I understand that reference. Um, so, yeah, they get to yep. the hotel. Um, they have dose rooms. And... Um, Monk gets his room, and there is a uh, chocolate mint on the pillow, which is, of course, a roach. I think or a rat. I can't really. I think yes. it's a roach. It's a big roach. I think.
1: No, it's a roach. It's a yeah. roach. It's a roach.
0: Uh, so,
1: but, but, hey, okay, but, like, when you get into the room, mm-hmm. like, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to develop monkisms, mm-hmm. right? Like as soon as they walk into the room and you see the painting is crooked, I'm like, Oh my god, that, that that's that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta fix that. The wallpaper is like coming off the walls. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know Monk is in for a rough time mm-hmm. here.
0: Yep. And uh yeah so th- th- it's 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 a dump. Um but, you know, it's 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 it could be worse, definitely. Um the roach is the bad part. The rest of it's like, you know, whatever. But uh the, they get in the hotel room, and then they get really bad news. Somehow. Someway. <laughs> All of Monk's bags were stolen.
1: <laughs> Which they never solve, right? Like-
0: well, they, they, uh, the guy who stole ends up getting killed
1: um are we sure that that's what happened i think Maybe so yeah the same pair of clothing okay. i think
0: so i think that kind of because they don't address it anymore i think they do but i just love how Mo- monk's reaction is so not really out of character but it's like so much bigger than you expect really it would take a small army <laughs> like a monk yeah. even recognizes how no, many I mean, guys he has
1: yeah he's got i mean he's got a good point though like that that had to have been a real that this was set up
0: mm-hmm. had to be mm-hmm exactly um and, yeah, so this uh, poor monk, he is not gonna be able to eat or drink anything and has no clothes. Um, but in any event, we go to a hotel where we meet the two witnesses, Chip's friends, quote-unquote, who were there. Right. And they, they say that they were talking to Chip the whole time, which, of course, we know is true because we saw it as the audience. Um, but...
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that... Uh, but apparently they didn't really know him. He uh you know invited him to come they met him at the hotel yeah they met him at the hotel and he got a free skydiving lesson which the moment that someone gets anything like a free blank lesson is like that's that's going to be a murder uh, you know uh no
1: yeah free skydiving lesson and it's and it's made out to his name it's not made out to to whom it may concern mm-hmm. or whatever like it's very much tailor made
0: mm-hmm. for him exactly and so ultimately um we really don't it's it's funny how like we really don't learn that much from a lot of these characters. Now, this character, we learned that there was a third person who drove uh, drove Chip to the skydiving. Um, but obviously, you know, just skipping ahead to the end, because we know this is all fabrication, these details end up now actually not mattering at all. <laughs> like, it doesn't actually matter who, no, they don't. Uh, who Chip was. Um, but as they're talking uh, to uh, the f- two friends, um, a waiter comes up and... Asks if they want anything to drink, and Monk wants Sierra Springs, and they don't have Sierra Springs. And this guy goes. They have up.
1: every other water in the world. Yes, you can imagine.
0: I um, thing that happens multiple times, though, is when he asks for Sierra Springs. The first alternative people give him is Perrier, which is like, yeah, kind of weird because it's sparkling water. It actually is a different thing. Like the joke is supposed to be like, yes. oh, this is a different brand. Like, no, no, no. Like if I'm asking, for, like if I'm asking for, you know. Some uh, Poland Spring water, and someone says we have Perrier. Like that's not the; that, those are different things. <laughs> like, that's not an alternative. Yes. Like, no. not, not that I don't enjoy sparkling water from time to time, but it's just it's not a one-to-one comparison.
1: Yeah. Not only that, but like even like I'm speaking as someone that goes to Mexico a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, no one's drinking Perrier out there, like mm-hmm. at all. It's or Pellegrino. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. crazy to me. But but then the waiter mentions that. They have a kind of water, I forgot what the name of it was, yeah. that's bottled in the same place <laughs> as Sierra Springs, but still, Monk wants none of it. He needs the yeah. Sierra Springs.
0: Yep. Uh, but by the way, if you're not drinking Perry, what, what is the water that everyone's drinking in Mexico?
1: Um, no, well, it seems like every time I go there, there's like different kinds. Um, there's always like, every freaking soda company has their water. So, Aquafina and, Mexico, and for the most part. are the two aquafina dasani but they have different names there oh, they're yeah. called something differently uh, is it yeah and then so. what was
0: it aqua i don't know if that's uh I, I don't know if i heard that one Aquafresca before
1: fresca is a soda i think yeah fresca is a soda
0: well no, fresca is but i may be fr- I, I don't know i don't know i i'm a soda connoisseur i know that fresca is a soda and it's one of the few sodas i don't like it's disgusting um have you ever been to mexico no i have not uh i've not been to mexico um i would love to go um but, uh, you know, I'm not, not going to take any skydiving lessons. And I'm not going to go to San Macros or whatever this place is that doesn't exist. Um, which is a It really
1: r- bothers me that it's called San Macros. It should be like San Marcos or Exactly. Something. San Macros it's just
0: ridiculous. doesn't sound like a Latin American, like, it just, et- etymologically, it just doesn't sound like a word that would, you know, be in a Spanish speaking country. Um, but anyway. Uh, So, Monk uh, then ends up seeing a guy who's wearing his clothes, which is a really ballsy move to do after you steal someone's suitcase that day, to be out here wearing this guy's suit, Um, and Monk uh, tries to chase him down, um, but peril strikes, where Monk is almost run over by a pickup truck and there's a classic scene where Monk is looking in his translation dictionary trying to find one of the, I would say, top 100 most commonly known Spanish words among English-speaking people, alto. Uh, but, uh, is it really? I would say it's I would say it's up there. I would say in the top 100. I mean, I can make a list at some point. I actually once considered making a list of the words that you can get away. Basically, you know how a lot of times Spanish-speaking characters on TV shows, when they're speaking English, they'll occasionally just say like, yo, man, you're acting real loco right now. I'm doing that for yeah, a fact to make fun yeah. of the uh but thus, i think alto and eh, maybe not but it definitely is something we're like come on monk. just also you could just hold up your hand and say stop i think they're going to get the picture um the reason the guy's yeah. not stopping is not because you're saying stop in english
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah this guy tries to take out monk um did you notice by the way did you notice a license plate on the car or no i didn't not
0: one? i didn't notice it okay um
1: uh, okay. Yeah, and... I'm wondering if there was one and whether it was out of character for Monk not to have noticed it.
0: That's a good question. Um, yeah, and Monk, uh, I don't know if there was on the front of it, uh, I, and you know better than I do. Does Mexico require front plates?
1: I don't know about that, but okay. they definitely have they definitely have both plates. Whether or not they put them on there, I don't think you're going to get a ticket over it. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. That's I mean, because America's weird. Where some states do and some states require two, and some states don't. Um, Here, you have to have both. Yeah, in Florida you don't, um, and in New York you do. Jersey you do. Um, it's I don't know. It's really weird. I'm not
1: gonna make I'm not gonna make the obvious joke here. What
0: what, what is the, actually the obvious joke about Florida not need to go Because there are a lot. Like it's not like it's all just dumb states that don't require. Like there are some you know quote unquote smart states that uh, don't you don't need both. Name one. I think Massachusetts might have changed, but I know when I was little, Massachusetts uh, um, didn't require them.
1: Yeah, well, Massachusetts also—well, never mind. I'm not going to ostracize all of our— er, No, whatever oh, no Ma- Massachusetts
0: still—you only need one plate. Massachusetts has uh, a little place called Harvard University. So, uh, you know, smart people are there. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, he's almost run over, but he's good. <laughs> he's fine, you know. Uh, but i M- 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 immediately is like, someone's trying to kill me. Surprisingly fine. Surprisingly
1: yeah. fine, considering he's covered in dirt.
0: Yes. Um I think that there's a certain part of Monk in this episode where he just is he's so at wit's end that he really he can't be as anal as he normally is because he would just his brain was short circuit so he kind of has to just like keep going. Um, yeah. But uh, then we get to meet we meet the coroner, who is I looked it up. He's going by Doctor Ma, Doctor Madero, um, uh, and he is a uh, portly man who um, uses menthol cream under his uh, nostrils in order to not have the stench of dead bodies uh you know getting in his nose too much um honestly pretty friendly guy i'm not gonna lie. other than the fact that he's the bad guy i, I like him
1: <laughs> no for sure like and, no he kind of reminds me of like a, of like my grandfather mm-hmm. uh in the sense that like uh in the hispanic culture um vapor up it's mm. basically a cure to anything literally. so it's like it's like windex it
0: in my big fat greek wedding is what i'm imagining um i've never seen that movie but yeah it's a cure
1: for everything you you have freaking cancer yeah Mm -hmm. rub some vapor rub all over your body it should go so
0: so someone so someone in the writer's room had or like knew an abuelo of some kind uh, in order is that what you're telling me okay because that's good i mean that's good yeah because that is a very specific detail that i'm glad that that's that's uh correct that that's a thing that you know is common um but yeah, then uh, there's the main thing that happens in the scene um, that I think is notable is that uh, the doctor, the good doctor, not uh, Freddie Highmore, but the, our, our friend the coroner tells Monk that Whoa. he had two pints of, that the yeah was out, he had two pints of water in his lungs, which of course comes up later um, because they yep. don't use pints in Mexico, um, which uh, you know, fun stuff. Uh, those are little things... We're you the notice. only
1: ones that use pints. You could just say that.
0: Ah, no, I think... I mean, it depends. I think that in, like, the UK and other Commonwealth countries, they still use pints as a measurement of drinking. Like, you order a pint at a beer and stuff like that. Uh, at a pub. Um, they they might not use it in scientific terms, but in terms of, like, ordering a pint, you would still do that at, in the UK. Um,
1: yeah, no, no, no. No, that first... Okay, yeah, so I'm confused then, because... Then what... Uh, well, we'll get to that later.
0: Well, no, I, I, you just... You, there's just no way that you would use... Other countries wouldn't use pints in a scientific context, Is what I mean. Um, but, like, the U.S. is not the okay. only people who still use pints, period. But uh, you would never hear a uh, doctor who wasn't trained in the U.S. say a pint when referring to, like, something medical. In fact, it's ba- I mean, the customary yeah. system in anything scientific-related is bad. But, um, you know, yeah. don't get me started. I, I, I went through my whole, like, America's dumb because we don't use the metric system phase when I was 16. Uh, and I want to relapse. Yeah, so. same. Um, but anyway, they go to meet the pilot. Who was piloting the plane? And this is this is my opinion the biggest mistake of this whole episode. Sharona gets a co- cold can of Coke from uh, a vending machine. Wait, gives it, okay, no, sorry, what did I miss? We missed something. I missed something important. I think. I did. Uh, yeah.
1: When they're at when they're at the coroner, uh, the coroner lets slip that there was another mysterious murder. Oh, of course, like I, I do not know
0: that. Yes, there was another mysterious murder. A boy was killed by a lion, a wild lion. Of course, I mean, obviously, they determined it was from a circus that was just in town, right, Andre?
1: Oh, they discuss it, but no, but, I'm, I'm but, like, teeing cops... you up to say, I'm
0: teeing you up to be like, no, there was no circus in town.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, uh, did you watch this? Uh, yeah, yeah. So basically, there's a lot of like weird,
0: uh, it's murders going yeah, on in two crazy murders here. in the same t- in this town of San Macros, which we're not really sure how weird it is because we only see the one street, we have no fucking clue how big this place is. <laughs> like, it's just Correct. it's completely unclear. Um, yeah. But uh yes. Then so anyway, we're not saying Shona grabs a cold Coke and hands it to Monk, and Monk says that the Coke does not say where it was bottled, which is just like not true at all. Every can yeah. of Coke I've ever had in my entire life has said where it's bottled. Yeah, and I assume like you no, know, because I, I mean I have even had Mexican Coca-Cola, which definitely says where it's bottled. You know I, yeah. <laughs> um, He has no
1: yeah. he has nothing, no leg to stand on. And and also he should be all. drinking it,
0: because Mexican Coca-Cola is better They use real sugar. Correct.
1: Yes, and like I would think, at some point, the water that is used in the Coke, which whatever problem he has with bottling wherever else, mm-hmm. it's so degraded by all the freaking
0: chemicals and exactly and whatever um, else they put in there. So
1: like, mm-hmm. really, all
0: right. Uh huh. All the good stuff. I remember I was at a Mexican restaurant, um, uh, on Cinco de Mayo. In New York. Yes, in New York, in Astoria, Queens. Um, and it was actually like a nice family-owned Mexican restaurant. Um, and somehow it wasn't that crowded. It probably is out of business now because it was Cinco de Mayo and it was mostly empty. <laughs> it was Mexican and also
1: cause Mexican, f- also cause Mexican food in New York sucks.
0: Sure. That's fine. I'm not going to argue with you. I don't care. Um, but anyway, that's not the important part of the story. Um, although I had a very good meal. Um, I wanted a Mexican Coke, right? Um, and I'm like, and I was talking to my brother and I'm like, fuck, like, how do I ask for Mexican Coke in a Mexican restaurant? Like, I can't call it a Mexican Coke. And I said, "Hey, do you have any, like? Can I get? And I knew they had it because I saw it like in a fridge, but I didn't want to be like pointy native so i us. Like, do you have like any of those like glass bottle cokes? And this woman, who's like, you know, definitely like f- recently moved moved to America, like spoke, you know, somewhat choppy. Goes just like, "You mean the Mexican cokes? <laughs> and I'm like, "I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I should have just said it. I was like, "Really? This, this is definitely like the white neuroses and trying not to be racist. He's like, "Oh, the Mexican yeah. cokes. Don't be stupid. <laughs> um, but anyway, I got you. Um, but they meet the pilot. Who as also, long as,
1: as long as long as, as long as you're with me. Don't worry about it, bro. We good.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but anyway, uh, they meet the pilot who also happens to speak perfect English. Um, uh, and he's, you know, he's not very happy about this whole thing. Uh, and He's grounded. He's grounded. And he mentions that anyone could have cut the parachute because it was out in the open overnight, which feels like a massive oversight that probably should not have taken someone to die for them to fix. <laughs>
1: Correct, but not only that, mm-hmm. but also the voucher that the mm-hmm. kid redeemed. Mm-hmm. I think he would know if, if like, if they give out vouchers. But he just well because they said it, said it, it was from like the headquarters
0: on. or whatever. Because he said like the headquarters whatever did this that. And It's like I don't know how many skydiving companies have like a headquarters they can do something. It, it, it just feels like very uh, haphazard,
1: convenient. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it just feels like it, this guy's running. I mean, I think I guess I can make sense of him accepting a random voucher if he's just going to leave his parachutes out in, in the open for anyone to, you know, like, it just feels like a really big oversight.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, if this were, like, in, I mean, not just, okay, I'm not trying to disparage Mexico, but if this was in the United States, like, you need to keep your parachutes, like, inspected. That that needs to be mm-hmm. done all the time. I've heard. Yeah. I've never skydived. Skydove. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. No i But insane. you would think... Yeah,
0: yeah I, 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 I I, actually don't know. I don't know what the regulations are in America, and I don't know what the regulations are in Mexico. Um, but uh, I think that making sure that your equipment can't be tampered with is probably very high on uh, <laughs> the things you need to do. But anyway, um, right. they end up learning that he, uh, Chip was driven by a guy named TJ uh, to the uh, jump. and he was, he was the third kid with them. Exactly. Yes. And so they're going to try to find this TJ th guy. And, um, they go to this rich kid's resort, um, and, uh, a guy comes up to Sharona and says, you're hot, want to go look in my bedroom? And she says, I would rather, what is it,
1: uh, what was it? glass.
0: I'd rather chew glass. That's what I thought it was. And he's very offended. Um, they end up, uh, spotting a guy with, uh, Springs. And Monk is willing to pay $20 for that bottle of No, he's not. Oh, sorry. Sharona's willing to pay. Right, right, right.
1: Sharona's willing to.
0: Yes and uh what does what, what does this guy do with that bottle of water
1: he proceeds to pour it on his female friend's chest you know mm-hmm. like some little wet t-shirt contest mm-hmm. and then proceeds to what I think I think he pulled out his dick correct okay yeah. which now this is so, now
0: now this is something I am I, I gotta get into um you just it. see Sharona's reaction shot right yeah is it bigger or smaller than she thought it was gonna be I mean, I think because it's on TV, it's probably smaller. That's good. That's a good point. Um, I, I was thinking the same. Um, but it, as he said, yeah, I like think... I think that I think Shorner Shor says like that's the most obnoxious thing I've ever se- heard or seen or whatever where, with the bottle of water. And then he says something like, to the effect of, "Oh, really? What about this?" And that is more obnoxious. He's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it it was a different time.
0: I'll um, say that. Yeah. So someone, uh, yeah, because that's uh, assault. It, I mean, it was a salt van, yes. but it, it is definitely much more... Like, that, that's something that no one's getting away with. Like, I don't think his female friend is just cheering him on. Um, uh, no. Yeah, and his... Mm-mm. And, you know, his FX series about his life uh, being a single dad is definitely getting canceled, too. But anyway... Um, uh, t- what what You know, who famously pulled down his pants in front of uh, people? Come on. Keep up. Was it hard? Who? No, Louie! Come on. Uh, Harvey did a lot of things He did, he did much more than that Yeah Louis You know Pulled down his pants um, Okay That was his whole thing I don't know um, Have you ever seen
1: that movie The one that he did that No weird one with, like, I, fasc- I am
0: fascinated by it I've never seen it Because I don't really want to pay a bunny to see it But uh, We're based context for people Basically Right as the Louis stuff was breaking He was promoting a movie Called I think I Love You Daddy Or something like that Which is Something like that Which is about Yeah Chloe Grace Morris I think plays his daughter or something like that and she's getting like groomed kind of by like a Hollywood guy played by Jude Law I want to say um, and it's basically, Jude Law's in this? I think it's Jude Law maybe that, maybe, I don't know, I think that might have been a out of me I love you daddy 2017 film God, um, I really hope
1: it's not Jude Law because I love Jude Law no was it
0: wasn't sorry, I, I who, who's the who was it so I can cancel him Oh, it's John Malkovich. Jude Law was in the Woody Allen movie Ooh. that was similar. Yeah.
1: Close enough, though. They were both yeah. played popes on The New Pope, Young Pope.
0: That is true. That is, That is true. Um, but anyway. Uh, wow. That, so, it, but basically, it's basically Louis, like, making an autobiographical film about it, like... A, which he does i don't know it's apparently like a mess and actually in on concert with what he did is disturbing that the way that he processes it is by like making himself like a redeemable character who's not actually that bad it, it's not great um but <laughs> truly a fascinating thing that happened
1: <laughs> i can hon- i can honestly say like i've never seen one episode of louis or
0: lucky mm. louis or anything i actually th- always thought he was pretty obnoxious and like
1: eh I, I oh, like the stand-up. I'm not thing. gonna pretend
0: I am not gonna pretend I didn't like a stand up. I also I think that that's I've really never bad. Seen one. Uh, one thing I really hate is when someone gets like canceled for doing something bad, that people are like, I never liked him in the first place. It's like like, yeah, I never liked Chris D'Elia in the first place, but like I'm not bragging about that. Like the reason I like Chris D'Elia is because his comedy sucked, not because I knew he was, you know, a pedophile. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. I'm only bragging because everybody
0: else was like, Oh yeah, my like, god, Louis C. K yeah. is
1: fucking hilarious. And I'm just like, Well I uh, I, 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 I
0: knew I knew about the allegations about a year and a half before they came out. So, like, I wasn't... I didn't have that. Anyway. Um,
1: okay. Yeah. Right. If you... I mean,
0: I, I hate to go back to this as well, but anyone who was anything about the internet will know. If you're looking on Gawker, they had that, like, two years before they came out. I mean...
1: Wait. For, one... Last thing before sure. we move on. Sure, sure, sure. Did you do a sort of history episode on him?
0: Of course I did. It's, uh, I think, like, episode 40-something with Sam Speedy. Um, anyway. Ah,
1: uh, okay. Gotcha.
0: All right. Yeah. Moving um, on. Yeah. So... Anyway, Shorna gets a pat on the shoulder and it's from the girl who they asked about TJ's like, hey, you want to meet TJ? He's over here. And sure enough, it's the guy who hit on her. Uh, yep. And, you know, they're trying to get information out of him. And he doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to get involved with the Federales or whatever. Or, you know, whatever myopic, which is a word I've used twice this episode, view he has of Mexico. Um, he doesn't want to get involved with all this. And uh, they end up coming to a solution, which is... This is, this is really just, I think, cheesy TV writing at its finest, that how are they going to get him to cooperate? Yeah. What do they have to do?
1: They got to outdrink drink
0: him. Mm-hmm. And Monk is concerned, because yeah. Monk doesn't drink. But Sharona, what, what, how does she calm his nerves?
1: Uh, well, I mean, okay, um, I, I don't know how she calms his nerves. But well, so and I don't drinks. know, there's
0: just an exchange I like a lot, which I took, took down, which I don't drink. And then she just goes, yeah, but I do and she yeah. drinks them under the table um yeah. and she has a line which i l- confounded me as a child because i really didn't understand the cultural implications of it but after she wins what does she exchange Here what what does go. she exclaim
1: uh, she says four years of catholic high school or something like that now Cause... if i remember correctly did you go to did you not go to catholic we, high school we've we've discussed this i and, know yeah sh- yeah sure like uh, but like uh, I don't know.
0: I Actually, want, yeah, that's this the, is the
1: California. Yeah. This is a California, like Catholic mm-hmm. high school. Sure, mm-hmm. people were doing that, but like, I don't think people were drinking like pitchers of beer. Like, that's and also, I, I guess you were, least, like, I,
0: yeah, I you're probably like that, just no. like
1: sipping. You're probably just you're probably just like drinking like your parents smirnoff yeah. or no, someone smirnoff ice.
0: Your older brothers mm-hmm. like you weren't mm-hmm. like pounding like pitchers yeah. of beer. I mean, I think it depends. I think there's a couple things that depend. One, I think that. I have no doubt that kids in Catholic high school drink a lot, but also kids in public high school drink a lot, too. Now- Oh, yeah. They're, now, however, if you remember, like, the- and this is not where I thought this episode was going to go, but, like, if you remember, like, Brett Kavanaugh's drinking schedule during his hearing, like, I think that certain private oh, school kids- yeah. No, but he drank, like, every day, like, a shit ton. <laughs> so, like, maybe, maybe the East Coast is different. Um, where did he grow up? Uh, he grew up in, I want to say, Nor- uh, Virginia. New Hampshire or something? Oh, or Virginia. I, I think so. I'm not harm- I could be wrong, though.
1: Well, um, listen, all I'll say is that, like, there's probably a lot more to do in Los Angeles. Like, mm-hmm. so you don't have to resort to just mm-hmm. binge drinking all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to give, not the benefit of the doubt, but, like, more of an excuse to, like, people from, like, smaller parts of town. Because, literally, that's all mm-hmm. you can fucking do.
0: Yeah. But like, he was raised in Bethesda, Maryland, which is right outside okay. D.C. Um, but anyway, right, so uh, so they get the information, and basically TJ tells him that he left a key with him uh, to k- keep hold of, um, and so he hands over that key. And Monk uh, wants to do some investigating, but Shirona wants to go for round two because she's having you know. Yep. And yep. Monk is back at his hotel. He's I believe this is when he's using band aids to fix the wallpaper that's peeling. Correct. Um and uh
1: Sharona comes stumbling in mm-hmm. drunk as hell uh with a bunch of beads on her mm-hmm. neck. Yes. Which uh, we can o- we can only surmise what that means. Yes.
0: She says that she has fun. She had fun, she forgot what fun felt like. Uh and then she goes to sleep in Monk's bed, and Monk is gonna go by himself to the bus station where he thinks that key belongs because he has a hotel manager or something like that. Um yeah. and then we next Go to Sharona waking up, going downstairs for aspirin, and getting met by the police and getting some really bad news.
1: No, well, we no, we oh. see, we see the clip of. Uh, oh right, right, what right, Looks like right. we see we the clip see, of right. like right. Monk right, right, right. getting run over by the truck that tried to run him over yes. earlier. But right. knowing what we know now, or knowing what we did, what we saw mm-hmm. earlier, we obviously know Monk's yeah. not dead. There's five more seasons of the show. Exactly. So who was it? It was the Mexican yes. Monk. But
0: yes, so she gets the news that Monk is dead. And uh, she's very sad. And then we get a great c- scene where Stoudemire gets yep. the news. I love this. this my favorite scene. And, yes, yeah, so talk about it a little bit because yeah, I think that this scene's great.
1: Um, so, like, you know, the Mexican authorities call uh, San Francisco authorities and they're talking to, to Stott, my guy Stott. Mm-hmm. And they let him know Adrian Monk is dead. Mm-hmm. Right. And he does not take it well. He's very upset. You Mm -hmm. know, he literally quote says that Monk is his yardstick, who he measured himself against, which he Mm -hmm. would never let Monk know in real life. Mm -hmm.
0: And and so
1: he's going through it. He's going, and he wants
0: he wants an honor go. He wants uh you know full dress funeral, which Disher uh says that he can't do because he wasn't an on duty officer. And he's like, Adrian Monk, (laughs) and he's like, he says he loves him. He's like, I love, you know, I love that man. And as this is happening, is talking to the police and the lieutenant in Mexico is saying that Monk crawl, well, Monk, quote unquote, crawl through garbage and dirt to uh, try to save himself. And that's how Shorna knows it's, it's not him because Monk wouldn't even do that even if he was dying. And then Stalemar gets a call Everyone ever says, I love that man. And then he gets a call, picks it up and then says, I hate that man. (laughs) Yeah. Which I like a lot. He
1: just goes off. Yeah, I know. It was really good. I mean, I just like uh I, I don't know, man. I'm just a huge fan. I m- me and my girlfriend's favorite character on this show mm. is thought
0: I it's mean, I am I wrong in saying that I think I know we talked about at the beginning, but I think one, once once likes Monk more, it's just so much better. Cuz like that scene oh, works yeah. cuz like Summer is they like they have a history that's positive.
1: I honestly don't even remember him being a dick to Monk anymore. Exactly.
0: Like, exactly. That's what that's why I was surprised when I first saw it because, you know, it's such a short-lived thing but i do love how monk's like they're telling me i'm dead i'm not dead am i because at this point he's very thirsty guys that's why i did the voice um yeah and so monk ends up he has the bag from the uh bus station and it's not really anything important but the el capitán has his he has a new theory it was the hotel manager uh chip rosati drowned in the pool and they made up the whole skydiving thing they paid off everyone in order to avoid a lawsuit or bad press, um, and uh, correct. Yes, and what's uh, what's what, what's among other things? What's the problem with this theory?
1: Um, the problem,
0: uh, you know what?
1: Oh, Chip because like, he was,
0: drowned. Well, well, no, because he not be drowned because Chip Rosati was allergic to chlorine.
1: Oh right, yeah. Sharona's monk in mm-hmm. it. She's the one mm-hmm. that finds out.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. But at this time too They get the uh, Owner of the hotel They get him A bottle of water Which happens to be Sierra Springs And Monk asks The like Sergeant or whatever If he ha- If there's another And they said That's just the last one And then asks Says of course We have Perrier Which uh Yeah Once again Not a lateral move There's It's not a lateral move Between Perrier And uh, Sierra Springs um, That might
1: be my biggest problem With this episode
0: Yeah um, yeah, we need, to, we need to do some sleuthing to see just exactly how much Perrier is actually in Mexico um, and see if that may, it makes sense. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it becomes clear pretty quickly that uh, this theory is ridiculous. Um, and then we see uh, someone, we don't see their face, in Monk's hotel room breaking in. And they put a bomb behind the painting. And yeah. I wrote a note, I think this is a pretty cool way to set a bomb. To, like, make a painting crooked, and so then the person tries to fix it, it blows up. Like, that's a pretty good way yeah, to... Yeah, the, the level blows it up. Yeah, for sure.
1: No, it is. Yeah. Um, I, I For a second, for a quick second, I was just like, oh, wow. Is this another murder that's perpetu- perpetuated... Perpetrated? How do you say that? Perpetrated. Per- You're just not hitting the R. Perpet- yeah, perpetrated by... Maids, like we're doing this again And Hispanic maids I was about to cancel Monk right here The TV show Yeah,
0: it wouldn't be great Uh, You really can only go to that well once Um, Yeah So, uh, you know, they're back in the room And Monk's back in the room And he's, you know, not really noticing And he notices the painting's off kilter And he's, you know, wants to fix it And uh, Shrona's talking to Benji on the phone And Benji wants to talk to Monk And he starts off the conversation with Benji With a line I think about I, I thought about it a lot growing up uh, I the so way I always wanted to start a phone conversation with, "Hello, Benji, what are you drinking?"
1: <laughs> is that what he says? Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even freaking catch that. And then all. it just,
0: "Hello, Benji, what are you drinking?" I thought you were drinking something.
1: <laughs> okay. Wow. I I must have been writing something down. Uh, but, but Sharon
0: is trying to fix the painting at this time.
1: But how does Monk figure this
0: out? A like, couple things. Situation? One, because it's yes. with the paintings. Uh, tilted the opposite way and two yes. there's the light has a three bulb like dimmer thing and it's on the highest that we didn't mention it previously yes I yeah I would have mentioned yeah I mean it's uh I just forgot to mention it and I knew I'd mention it later and so Monk is basically yeah. like don't move and um, we cut to they remove the bomb and uh, Monk's sitting down and he talks to the police and he notices <laughs> what does he notice
1: he notices a little bit of menthol in the air, ah, specifically next to the curtains, which Ooh. where did we hear that before?
0: Our good I old would've... friend, the coroner. Exactly. So what, what does Monk conclude then? Who's behind all this? The coroner had to have done it. And and how does Monk know that? Like, Tell me uh, what happened.
1: Oh God. Okay. This one was really... This is this is a tough one. Um, so essentially, what happens is, what we find out is that all three of the alleged murders, or whatever, or was it two? It was two of them. Well, right? there are two
0: crazy ones, and then the monk facsimile also was murdered. So it's three murders.
1: Right. Okay. So the two murders: the the kid getting mauled and the the Chip Rosati, Rosetti. Uh, Rosati. They were I have both. A cousin's from last Francisco. name Rosati, so I know that one. I mean, I, I just think of Jip Rossetti from freaking Bordock Empire. Bali kind of oh. Bali. But anyways, mm. so the two victims are from San Francisco, which, okay, mm-hmm. like, that's – I mean, that's not so, like, out of, like, the ordinary. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's just going to happen. But um, I guess what had Monk his antennas up, which he never mentioned before, was that it bothered him that the that the coroner was speaking – um, like in his medical terms, but he was referring to pints as a, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to a half liter. Um, yes, correct. So, and the and the coroner previously had mentioned he'd never been to the United States. Mm-hmm. That's what we got earlier, which in is the a little
0: episode. weird given how close we're led to believe San Mapros is to the border. <laughs> I think we're supposed to believe it's right. pretty close. Um, but yeah. anyway,
1: yeah. So, so basically, what what we end up deducing is that. He clearly was working at some point in, in the United States. And Monk, I think, uh, you, you have to correct me if I'm wrong because I, I didn't catch yeah. exactly how the mechanics sure. of this work. But essentially, like, he remembered a case that he had previously. Or what
0: was it? Well, yeah, basically, that uh, y- about a year and a half bef- ago, Monk had testified in a grand jury trial against a doctor who was committing fraud. And. That doctor Skip Bale and his wife commit suicide um, shortly afterwards, and Monk just based on the timeline of when the murders started taking place, and the fact that is this was a Hispanic doctor he testified against that he didn't see before, that like it's like who, right. when you're trying to think of who would try to kill him, this is the number one suspect.
1: Yeah, not not my favorite uh, murder. Yeah, the whole
0: or... the whole the whole jump to just like immediately knowing it's this one guy is. Uh, a lot. However, the thing I do like is I do like how it kind of, uh, it, it very early on, even though it's only, you know, like the 14th episode of the show, they quickly uh, get to, um, because you mentioned how, like, it's always someone close to the mayor dies and Monk gets called in, that, like, already the murderer is using that against Monk. That, like, the, the idea of trying to lure Monk with a crazy murder I think, is a fun meta commentary on the way that the show tends to work um but yes yeah, so that's I'll, what happened.
1: S- I'll say this it, it like this was like the closest i can think of of it getting to like a scooby-doo uh yeah. like victim reveal it's like yeah. not necessarily the whole i'd never get away with it but it was just very much like mm-hmm. i don't know i can't explain why it reminded me of that but it did so yeah essentially he killed the first kid which my the first question that comes to mind is how the hell mm-hmm. did he make it look like it was an animal that mauled it did he actually mm-hmm. like have an animal maul his corpse mm-hmm. or like how did that work mm-hmm. but so yeah it was all in in order to get monk to come well back the thing to, about the, the he didn't to actually have to get to an
0: animal he didn't actually have to get an animal to maul him because he did the autopsy so um
1: the, yes true yes you're right that's that's true uh
0: yeah so that's how we got away with that. And then, you know, of course, they bring him to the hotel, which seems a bit dumb, so they can have a confrontation. And um, sure enough, this is he actually is Dr. Navarro, who skipped bail. And um, Monk says that he blames him for ruining his life. And uh, Dr. Navarro says, of course, that he destroyed his life, or he stole it. One of those things, or another. He
1: stole his life, is what he says.
0: And he tries to kill him then. Um, and that's it. Yep. Uh, that Well, also... You know, Sharona learns what the beads actually are for. We don't know what they yes. are for, but she doesn't want them anymore. Uh, yeah, and they driving away. She's been flashing. Yeah, yes. That they drive away very quickly because Monk needs to get home. He's so damn thirsty. And then the uh, ending tag is Monk is in his home, and the walls are lined with cases of Sierra Springs. Uh, and Sharona, yeah, what, what, what's uh, what does Sharona do?
1: She immediately takes one of the bottles. She's trying to have a, mm. a drink. And Monk, you know, the, the gainful employer that he is, mm. tells her, no, you got to leave that, gives her a glass of tap water, which I'm not sure what the tap water quality is in San Francisco, but it might be good because New York tap water is pretty delicious. New York tap drink. water
0: is the best. It's, it's better than any bottled water. Florida tap water is fucking disgusting.
1: Um, yeah, I would, never, I would never dare. I mean, I, I, uh, I
0: have. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but yeah.
1: Yeah. So but that's it. That's how the episode ends.
0: Uh uh-huh. so I I mean, I think this is a fun episode. I have no massive complaints with it. Um I would just say right off the bat, I'd give it probably a 7. Um I think the reveal is uh No, that's not end- Yeah, the reveal is not great, but I think that there are a lot of fun bits in it.
1: Yeah, like I said, the beginning and the end or whatever. Uh um, but the middle part of it is what makes it. Uh but yeah, I gave it a 7 out of 10 just because the murder sounded so much better than it actually ended up being uh and now i
0: i will say tony shalhoub acts thirsty better than anyone i've ever seen because you actually like i watch that episode and i start feeling thirsty like he is just so uh i also love his line where when when they find the bomb and uh captain Almeida says like you're so calm i I expect you to be sweating and he's like i want to sweat i'm trying to sweat i'm so dehydrated (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, he yeah. he does it really well. Um, I mean, Tony Shalhoub is a great actor, so
0: yes. not surprised. Uh, yep. Um, and so yeah, that that uh, wraps up that episode for us. Um, uh, you can follow the show at Strictly on Twitter. Uh, Andre, where can people find you? You can find me at Andre Barrera. You can find me at the Jake Christie. Um, please rate, review, subscribe uh, to the show, and share it with your friends, family, uh, enemies. Unless the enemies are gonna use the fact you shared this with them as a reason to give us like a one-star review, don't do that, because that would be bad. But um, whatever you do, even if you don't do any of those things, although one thing I really do implore you to share it with, uh, okay, maybe not an aunt, maybe like a cousin who's like older. You know, like sometimes you have cousins who're like you know more close in age to like an aunt, like ten or fifteen years older. They might have been into monk. Who knows? I don't know cousin what your family dynamic is. Maybe or maybe you're you know from Florida and you have uh, an uncle who's about the same age as you. Share it with him. Um, It happens. Uh, But anyway, whatever you do, make sure you tune in next week where we talk. Mr. Monk goes to the ballgame.
1: Let's get monkey.